by the time this episode airs, the summit will have happened and I will be uh, in Paris actually living my life for the next eight or nine days before South by Southwest because I have not had a second really to sit and breathe since starting the process of building this summit from January of last year. And so that's kind of what inspired me to chat about on this episode is patience and how I have learned the importance of patience in life and kind of some techniques that get some time. So I think it'll be really cool to be here and see how it is now. I think the last time I was in Paris, I remember I got so much free stuff, like a really cool cooking restaurant class and some car rides. And this time I'm actually staying at, for part of the time at an apartment that was beautiful that I stayed at years ago called Cobblestone. And so they came through and really hooked that up as well. So I'm excited for that and we'll be posting all of that on social media too. And if you came to the summit, thank you so much for coming. I am super excited to have connected with even more young people who are looking to be fearless and get out of their comfort zone over the past year and especially in the past month or two. I've presented some talks that talk really a lot about how to get uncomfortable to end up ultimately being comfortable. And through those talks, I realize how much struggle there is behind the idea of getting uncomfortable to be comfortable and I think it makes a lot of sense because who wants to do something that feels weird like who wants to write that email who wants to go up to someone in the middle of the street or at the gym who they want to talk to but I certainly live in this mindset of it's either now or never and so it always has to be now there is no way that it can be never because who wants to in any way live life thinking I should have done this I think that's my biggest fear and always kind of was growing up was, will I have regrets throughout my life if I don't pursue what I want to pursue or if I listen to what other people think or people who tell me I'll never be successful enough? If I listen to all of that, the only person who's going to have those regrets is me and I'm not the kind of person who wants to live thinking that anyone else led my life for me. So I've always just been really fearless in that pursuit to be uncomfortable and to try new things. But the whole concept of patience, I don't think that this is talked about as much as other topics like burnout, anxiety, everything relating to entrepreneurship. And I wish that looking back, I had been taught how to be patient in these moments where you're waiting on things because it isn't talked about enough. And therefore, a lot of times, Looking back, I've probably made irrational decisions or been too persistent or overlooked many elements of a bigger opportunity because of the fact that I wasn't patient. Now, I spend most of my time, probably now like 70% of my time, I get approached and 30% of my time I pitch, whether that means a company or a school or perhaps, I don't know, a hotel. A lot of things like that are coming from me reaching out to them. And then equally, I do get approached quite often now because I've been doing it for so long. So I am able to more vet those ideas. But there's been a few examples where patience has been really critical, actually, and seeing the process of something come together. Now, when I landed that Radio Disney show, I've talked about this on other episodes, but I went into that and got the yes in March, I think of 2019. And then about a month or two months later, while the contract was being created, they told me no. 
And it was because they had found this series of sex ed for teens videos that was obviously not Disney approved, but it wasn't bad content. It was strictly just to educate young people about sexual education and health and parents. Because I always talk about things that I never learned growing up. Like my goal with my brand is to talk about everything that I wish that I knew that no one told me from the business side of things and the emailing and the pitching. And so always weaving my own experiences in through that but patience I had no patience when they told me no and I remember it and if you've listened to past episodes you know this situation but when they told me no there was about a five or six month gap there where I just went crazy I thought I was kind of losing my mind to be honest I was so depressed and so anxious and so mad at myself I wish I had been more patient and just let things play out because I'm not super spiritual, but if there is one thing that I know, timing is everything and that the business field is certainly up and down all of the time. And so instead of taking things personally, a lot of times if you can take a step back and make it not about you, it's a lot easier to view opportunities, the yeses, the noes in a different light than when you're right in the middle of it. And because for that show, I had pitched that show and that was my show uh, and that was my idea. I was so frustrated and it just spiraled me until I actually got the yes six months later. But in that six month period, everything just felt so wrong. I couldn't get myself on track. And I wish that had I taken that no and still been persistent throughout those six months, but not let myself get depressed and anxious, I would have been able to pursue so much more with the summit in that six month period. So I'm curious from those of you who are listening to this episode, how often do you feel like being impatient harbors you from pursuing something at the greatest level because you're frustrated and because you want things to happen fast? Now, social media has made the obsession with getting everything so instantly so bad and I see this with young people and when I've interviewed other founders especially for example Leslie Wolfson when I interviewed her a few weeks ago and she said I am shocked at how many people walk in the room at this point young people and think I am better than you I know everything and I am going to tell you how to do your job and they're in their early 20s and unfortunately if you're in the room with someone who is in their 40s or 50s you have to be really stupid to think that you know more than them because you don't they have lived longer so get away from that excitement and obsession with the instantaneousness of social media because if you allow yourself to follow that path that is when that patience becomes either obsession or depression and that can be a really negative spiral to go down so Uh, Like I said, with that experience, now I didn't feel so frustrated because of anything relating to social media. I would say in that six-month period in between them saying no and then getting the yes, it was more like I was so hard on myself. But I just wish that I had known at that point that what the world is supposed to give you, it's going to give you. And I ended up getting the show. And I should have been less hard on myself when that happened because I didn't know otherwise and that's something really critical to know in the business world is that a lot of times you won't know everything when I landed this Yukon summit I did a post on this a few weeks ago uh, I had pitched that summit 
to him on the phone, I was approached by UConn actually about the summit. And on the phone, I had said I would do it for $2,000. And looking back, $2,000, thank God I didn't do it for $2,000 because I literally don't know how I even would have kept my mind in one piece up until now because that's way too low money for the amount of time that it takes to plan this. But even on that phone call, I got so excited when he was like, how much money do you want that I just threw out $2,000. But think if I had taken a step back thought about for for a second, right? And then was like, let me come back to you with an email on what I think is a fair price. And I could have done my due diligence. I could have asked other people or reached out to other companies similar to this to get an idea of what is a ballpark for this. I ended up getting the $10,000, which still now I would never do a summit again for even 10K. I'm looking if I ever do do one again, I'm like in the 20 to 25K ballpark because it's just way too much work. And it's just money, money, money. Everything to do that costs money. And the biggest part of the money part with the summits is time. But if you're on the phone call with someone and they ask you like, what do you want now? If a part of you is like, I think I could have a better answer to this via email, or I think that I need to do more research, then just be patient. Just wait. There is no rush. And if it's meant to be, if I was meant to get that Disney show, if I was meant to get that summit, you will get that answer clearly when your head is in a better space and isn't rushing to get that next part done and accomplished because say I had gotten a yes on the phone for the $2,000 from UConn because I so actively was like $2,000 whatever that sounds like a lot in January of 2021 I would not have known how much work and responsibility would end up coming upon me over the course of the year to where it's way more in the ballpark of $10,000 plus to put something like that on so if you're struggling with lacking patience and feeling really insecure about not doing well enough because you're not getting results fast enough I always like to say you should have your toes dipped in a few different opportunities at a time and that's why I like having my website and the podcast and the social media and the tv segments that I do because I'm never bored I always know that I need to follow up on an email or pitch a new idea but I'm never allowing myself to be sitting in front of my computer like what do I do right now because it's in those moments that I found personally I become so impatient and I end up responding to an email in not the nicest way or going off on a friend of mine because I'm mad that things aren't happening fast enough when it's like in those moments if you don't have something going on go and read a book get off of technology and remind yourself that to become successful the bigger the thing that you're working towards whatever it is that your goal is perhaps you're even trying to leave your job or get a new job It's not going to happen overnight. And so the longer that you can wait and analyze the situation, the better you end up being in the future. I have another example of this too. I, uh, for the summit, had nothing to wear. And so I decided to pitch a mall. Now, a lot of times in my industry, here's what I've realized. And I think this is a critical takeaway from this episode. If you go to someone or a company or a PR firm, whatever it is, and you come to them with an idea and they say no, and you go back to them with another idea, for the most part, I always get a second no. Now, I don't know why this is, but I have found that if I am approaching a company and it's a company that I want a long-term relationship with, like something like Acorns or perhaps the local-ish, the Disney opportunity, right? And I go to them and I'm just like, what are what are you working on quarter one and quarter two? Or are you working with influencers right now? I hate that term. But sometimes if it's like something simple, I'll go to a company and say like, what is it that you guys are looking for right now in this space? 
But if it's a bigger company, I'll wait. And I'm super strategic when I go to them because I know that for whatever reason, I find that this is just always how it goes. When you email someone once and you get them on the phone and you have the call and you don't have a concrete idea to pitch to them, it just makes it a lot harder to go back to them in the future. Perhaps you have a different experience with this than I do, but this actually has happened with a few different companies in the last months that I even had been in touch with them last year and then went back to them with just different ideas and it's just always a no. And I think that the patience part of that is frustrating because you're looking and you think the idea is really great, right? And this person is not saying yes. And it's like, why is this person not saying yes to my idea? Well, sometimes it doesn't have to do with you. It has to do with the timing, the business plan. You don't know what's going on a lot of times behind closed doors in other companies. Uh, so when I went to this particular mall, I approached them with a idea for the summit and then to do something in the spring. And I ended up getting a no for all of it, but like wanting to have a, a further conversation further along into the spring and was told to reach back out, th- uh, out then. And that in the moment is kind of frustrating. It seems like a good idea. My biggest pet peeve is when someone calls me and just keeps calling me and like I always think you could say this via email like do you really need to pick up the phone and call I think it's great to pick up the phone and call I don't think you always need to pick up the phone and call about something that is pretty easy to send via email but like to each their own Uh, that being said I do advise picking up the phone for things that you want to convey clearly that's a great thing to do uh And so she said, reach back, reach back out in the spring and we can kind of see what's going on. And so my next step from there was to send a follow up email and say, thank you for calling. I'm glad that we got to chat. You know, it seems like for whatever reason, these ideas right now are not a fit, but I am going to leave my materials with you, my media kit, the information about my podcast. And when you see a fit, please come back to me. And that's a really great way to conduct business because instead of constantly reaching out to someone and seeming a little bit impatient because you may have an idea that you think is great but you know that it's not along the lines now of what they're looking to do or sometimes they want to do something bigger and they're telling you this would be a bigger a better fit in May then don't be impatient leave your materials with them and then if they say when should we talk again you can always throw out in a few months when something else is coming up for whatever it is that you're working on Or you can certainly just ping them once a month and touch base. Did you have a chance to look over their materials? Uh, Does anything pique your interest? Are you currently working on anything that might be a great fit in these categories? And so being patient but also being really thorough with what you're doing is the best way to get the results that you want instead of constantly harassing someone. And I always joke about that. Like I kind of am a professional harasser. Like I am always the one following up and calling if I don't hear but for those bigger opportunities it really does go on a quarterly basis so you have to be patient in the meantime and always have your toes dipped in something else. During the planning of this summit I was having a lot of highs and lows because I was getting so overwhelmed with everything that was going on and one thing that I started to do was really actively work to take breaks and I didn't realize the value of taking breaks and sometimes not working every single day 12 hours in a row sometimes it's actually best and you get more done when you do four hours or two hours of work and take a one to two hour break go on a walk read a book watch a tv show whatever it is you want to do and then go back and then from there I found that for me I end up 
feeling a lot fresher and more excited. I am very impatient just naturally as a person. I do want results and I want answers fast. And so when I don't get those, I have a tendency to follow up a little bit aggressively or call someone when maybe I could have waited an extra day. Uh, And so instead, now I've tried to supplement in those breaks and I found it that I just get so much more work done uh, when I take those breaks versus if I just work straight. Now this hustle culture that is so in part in my opinion social media entices the idea of working all day long and 24 hours a day seven days a week like that's the only way you can build a successful company and the older that I get the more that I realize that's actually not how you build a successful company. You build a successful company by spending the time that you are working being 100% productive. And no one can be 100% productive for 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And so taking those breaks and reminding yourself that you are not going to get the results always instantly. And so when you get frustrated, that break can be really helpful to kind of bring you back down to earth. And I, I find this a lot with entrepreneurs and the more that I interview entrepreneurs is that they are really figuring out ways to be the most productive in the shortest amount of time so that they don't have to be working as much all the time to build something because it's not always necessary. They can easily get the same amount of work done in a one or two hour span than if they were spending five hours working on a ton of different things at once. So when you wake up in the morning, I always meditate. This is what I do in the morning. And I tried to for 20 minutes. I have this new app that I use called Shut Eye, and I actually really like it. I've kind of been tracking my sleep with it. I don't really know what it's doing, like how much it's helping me or whatever, but I like to know how much I sleep. And I always find that I'm the most productive when I do sleep between 8 to 10 hours a night. A lot of people ask me, how do you sleep so much? I don't know. I just do. And then writing down in my journal, and I have them from Silk and Sonder. That's what I That's what I love to do. Just some affirmations like you are doing well enough. Timing is everything. Trust the process. Those are all those kind of things that you see on the internet. But that has really helped remind me in those moments when I'm so mad or frustrated or I'm not getting the results that I want instantly. I remember to trust the process because every time that I have trusted the process, it's worked out. It's only not worked out in a few different times. And when I look back, the times that it didn't work out, it's because something else better was coming. And so if you're not willing to be patient, then you're going to lose out on the other opportunities where that better thing does come because you were so frustrated in the moment that you weren't doing well enough for yourself. So when you get up in the morning and maybe you meditate or you go on a walk, write down in that journal one to two things you want to accomplish during the day. Perhaps if you're maybe a huge overachiever, you're going to write down 15 things you want to accomplish. But I'm a big advocate for writing down one to two things so that I feel like I can get them done. And then when they're done, take a break. And then that's when you can go on to the next thing. And that's how you really train your mind to be so precise with your time and specific with your time, but also give yourself time. It is so cool if you run your own business or this is the kind of lifestyle that you're looking to pursue or even have a side hustle. It is so cool to be able to do whatever you want with your time. But what comes with that is the responsibility of realizing that in the moments when you have nothing to do, it doesn't mean that you don't do nothing. You still need to find something to do. Uh, So I would certainly say that if you're struggling with being patient, try doing that in the morning when you wake up and having those one to two tasks and then taking a break when you accomplish that task and go on to the next task after that and perhaps maybe that day you don't have anything else to do 
okay. So let that day then be the day where you're like, I've worked hard enough for the past four hours or two hours where I work today. I'm okay now to relax a little bit and enjoy myself, maybe go grocery shopping and get out of your comfort zone by doing that. I've actually been pushing myself to do more of that on Thursdays or Fridays. I won't work all day uh, starting at nine and go to 5 p.m. I will work two hours and then walk or I'll work two hours and go get my nails done, two hours and go to the grocery store. And I just realized that it's become a really beneficial way for me to enjoy my life and also enjoy my work. Because at the end of the day, if you're an entrepreneur, you work all the time. It's always in the back of your brain. What else can I do? Should I be doing more? And so if you can remember that you also want to be having fun along the way, that's the best way to live life is you only get this one life. And in Europe, they literally pay you to have summer vacations. We don't get that in America. So you have to find ways to weave that in throughout your day. And don't get obsessed with that hustle culture because it's out there and it makes sense. And we're all doing our own hustle. But just because someone else that you know works all the time, every single moment, that doesn't mean that that person is accomplishing any more than you are. It certainly doesn't. It just means that maybe they're a little bit more adamant about showing that they're working every minute in in some capacity to to prove someone something or whatever to anyone. Uh, And so just let people do their own thing and really remind yourself to be patient and not compare yourself to other people. I would love to do another episode following this one actually about how to not compare yourself to other people because I get asked that question a lot. That's a whole other conversation and there's so much research behind that and the detrimental effects of social media that make comparing yourself to someone else so easy. So I'll talk about that in another episode. But I wanted to make this one a little bit shorter. I'm trying to kind of weave more episodes that perhaps are a little bit shorter and easier to listen to, but keep you inspired throughout your week. And so the one for patience for me, that was just always something that I struggled with. And and the times where I found I'm more patient, I've done a lot better. So certainly keep that in mind as you evolve whatever it is that you're looking to build. And the next step of your career or journey to being ultimately fearless and getting uncomfortable to be comfortable. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Have an incredible rest of your week. I'm excited to keep you all in the loop about the app and the mentorship element of that that I'm really excited about for the next steps and give the new unfiltered a follow on social media at at the new unfiltered as well as my personal social media at Alexa underscore Curtis and I'll see you guys back next week for a new episode.